Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 423, Embracing Adventure. Hey there, welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. I'm Daryl Darnell. I didn't see the ocean for the first time until I was 22 years old. And I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I share lessons I learned one evening as I stepped out of my hotel room. Well, hello there. Happy Monday to you. And, you know, technically when I was 22, it was the Gulf of Mexico. So it's salt water. Does that count as the ocean? I don't know. If not, I don't know when it was. It was several years after that. But, hey, speaking of the ocean, yeah, that's a kind of a good segue. Maybe not. Today's fun fact deals sort of with the ocean. Today is April 25th, and on this day, back in 1859, ground was broken to begin construction on the Suez Canal. Yeah, I wonder if anybody knew that. I don't know. I certainly didn't. But here are some uh, interesting facts about the Suez Canal. The canal opened in 1869 after almost a full decade of construction. The canal shortens the Europe to Asia trade route by nearly 6,000 miles, which shaves about 15 days off of the transit time. Incredible. The canal was originally, this is so fascinating, the canal was originally supposed to be home to the Statue of Liberty. What? I know. So the sculptor who sculpted the Statue of Liberty, and I'm not going to pronounce his name because I would butcher it, um, he proposed a plan to the Egyptian government in 1869 to build a sculpture of a woman wearing an Egyptian robe and holding a torch to be used as a lighthouse. Well, they didn't go for it. So 20 years later, the Statue of Liberty was born in New York. Yeah, I had no idea. I thought that was so fascinating. And the last factoid. In 2015, just last year, the canal was expanded which shortened the southbound crossing time from 18 hours down to 11 hours. So there you go. Fun facts about the Suez Canal. Well, I tell you what, I hope that you had a great weekend. On Friday of last week, we had the Friday flashback. Now, we do the Friday flashback when we don't have any Friday forum contributions, which means that the mailbag is it was empty, it still is empty, and the opportunity is great for you to send in your Friday forum contribution. It's your opportunity to share your lessons of life with myself and all the rest of the listeners and don't be bashful. It doesn't have to be long and elaborate. It can be short. It can be longer. It uh, doesn't matter. You can do that by calling 304-837-2278. That'll take you to our voice message system. Or head over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. You can type out a contribution. You can attach an audio file or use that handy dandy speak pipe widget. And lastly, before we get into today's episode, the uh, podcast award nominations are still going on for a few more days until the end of the month. And so you can find out all the information you need 
to submit your ballot by going to goldenspiralmedia.com slash podcast awards. It'll only take about five minutes of your time, and we would really appreciate your support. Now, here's what I learned yesterday. The title of today's episode is Embracing Adventure. But what is adventure? Think about that for a moment. What is adventure? Now, I'm going to get back to that question in a few minutes, but let me first tell you about my adventure. My adventure begins in the year 2008. I was scheduled to make my second trip to the Internet Retailer Conference and Exhibition, or IRCE. The previous year had been in San Jose, but that particular year, in 2008, it was heading to Chicago. Now, I was really looking forward to visiting Chicago, as it would be my first trip there. I was the only person from my company attending the show, but I expected that at least one other person from our sister company would also be attending. As with most conferences... It began each day around 9 a.m. and continued until about 5 in the evening. And after the conference was over for the day, my plans were to head back to the hotel, catch up on emails, grab a bite to eat, and then walk around the city. I was staying at the Hilton Chicago, which is right across the street from Grant Park, Buckingham Fountain, and right in the heart of Michigan Avenue. There is plenty to see and do within walking distance. Just before I left on the trip, I found out that several people from our sister company were attending, including some people who were very high up in the ladder. In total, there were four or five of them, and I had only ever met one of them. To me, this totally changed the dynamic of the trip. Their company was much larger than mine, and since they were bringing one of the big shots, I wanted to make sure that I followed their lead. I knew that my boss thought it was okay for me to go and explore the city as long as I was taking care of business. But did they feel the same way? What if their bigwig got the wrong impression of me and it gave my boss a negative view of my actions while on the trip? I chose to play it safe and do exactly what they did. We were going to be in Chicago for a total of three nights. One night was already booked up with a dinner with one of our mutual vendors. So that left two nights that could be open for exploring. The first night was pretty easy. All of the folks from the other company were going to go out to dinner together, and they asked me to come along. It was a chance for me to get to know them a bit more, so I happily agreed to join them. We had a good time at dinner, and then called it a night. The next night was the night that we were having dinner with the vendor. It was another fun night, but once it was over and we made it back to the hotel, well, it was time to call it a night. At this point, I was happy with my time in Chicago, but I really wanted to see more than just the inside of my hotel room and a couple of restaurants. So for the third and final night, I decided I would try to get one of them to go out and explore the city. I was really only comfortable asking the person that I knew before the trip, as I still didn't feel totally comfortable around the rest of the people. Unfortunately, that person said that they were going to stay in the hotel all night and did not want to go walk around. So, I did the same. Disappointed, I spent the last evening of my trip inside my hotel room. Well, the next day when we reconvened, one of the other guys was telling the rest of us all that he had done the night before. 
It turned out that he too wanted to go explore, and he'd asked all the other folks in his company if they wanted to join him, and they all turned him down. However, unlike me, he had decided to venture off on his own. He had a great time and really enjoyed his time walking around the city. Hearing him talk about his adventures made me even more disappointed with my decision. My opportunities to see the town were now gone, and I would have to hope for another trip to the Windy City. Well, fortunately, I would only have to wait a year to make a return to Chicago. IRCE was held there again the very next year. Before my second trip began, I had already decided that no matter who attended from the other company, that unless I had work to get done, I would go and see some of the city. Well, it turned out that the other company only sent a couple of people that year, but my company decided to send another person in addition to me. But still, I was not going to leave disappointed. I would adventure out on my own if no one else wanted to join me. Well, fortunately, the guy from my company also wanted to venture out, and so there were no issues like the year before. However, there was one evening where he decided to stay at the hotel, so I ventured out on my own. Here's what I learned. Sitting in the hotel room was the worst option. Whether I was out walking around the city with my coworker or on my own, both were better than sitting in the hotel room. In fact, I enjoyed my time exploring alone more than I did when I was with my coworker. When I was alone, I got to go see exactly what I wanted to see and spend as much time at each place as I wanted. Well, the following year, IRCE was in Chicago yet again. And for that trip, my company sent four or five different employees. Not only did I explore the city again, but I organized a Golden Spiral Media meetup. One of my coworkers went to the meetup with me, and we had a great time. And because I was more familiar with the city on that third trip, we were able to get around and see quite a few things and make the most of our time. It was a fantastic and productive trip for business and pleasure. So let's get back to that question about adventure. What is adventure? Is your answer different now than it was a few minutes ago? The dictionary definition is to engage in hazardous and exciting activity, especially the exploration of unknown territory. Well, I don't know about that hazardous part, but I do like that definition. I mean, adventure can certainly be hazardous, but I don't think it has to be. Adventure is something out of the ordinary. Adventure is something that pushes your limits, even if it's just a bit of a push. For me, going out and exploring on my own was not something that I was originally willing to do. However, once I decided that I would venture out, even if it meant doing it alone... I gained experiences and saw things that I never would have otherwise. Adventure can be getting the courage up to talk to your secret crush. Adventure can be moving to a new city. Adventure can be quitting your job or applying for an advanced position at your current one. Adventure can be traveling or parachuting, kayaking or scuba diving too, of course. But don't think that adventure always has to be those things. Consider Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo went on a fantastic adventure for sure. He explored parts of the world and saw creatures that he never knew existed. But I would argue 
that Bilbo's true adventure was simply having the courage to leave the Shire. Now, there's a whole world of opportunity out there filled with all kinds of adventure. So my question is, where will your adventure begin? I'm Daryl Darnell, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And leave us a review in iTunes by going to GoldenSpiralMedia.com slash iTunes.